the Everyman Podcast. Podcast. Poppin' Pods. <clears throat> Poppin' Pods. Another week, another pod. Big Dog, Daryl Campbell. How are you, my brother? Brother Jay, I'm doing great. Blessed and highly favored. Downtown As always. Indianapolis 2022 Combine. Let's go. That's where. That's what's happening. You know, we talked last week, three years of podding. That means three years of combining as well, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, how is Indianapolis these days? Dude, like, the weather is phenomenal, man. It's like 60-some-odd degrees I always right thought now. it was like, like a real harsh, cold place. It was. Like, the last, I'd say the last four or five podcast. I'm mean like, combines, it's been like... Um, Dude, just frigid temperatures, wind out of the ass, just like blowing your skin off cold. Like it's really, it's really been hard to deal with, but this year, like, dude, I've been wearing shorts and a t-shirt since I landed and it's been warm. Like what's a little warm up here today. It's like, I don't know, mid fifties. It's not bad. Yeah, dude. It's, it was like 65 today. Like, and it was beautiful outside. I'm like, holy crap. We're getting that. Getting that early spring, mm-hmm. just a mm-hmm. taste. So, what's uh, like, what's the difference in the combine now? You know, than it than pre COVID. Like, is it is it back to like normal combine? Or are you guys still distance? And what's the deal there? Well, I mean, two years ago when the con- the last time the combine was normal, you know, it was it was like like. All the previous combines, everybody's clustering the field, you know, like we we had been hearing things about the COVID stuff that was coming and, you know, little little tidbits here and there. And then, you know, fast forward a couple of years, obviously we know what's transpired since then. But, you know, as it is now, yeah, it's limited. I mean, it's not nearly as many coaches and, and staff parading the fields. And they've, they've done that for, you know, obvious reasons. Um, the mask mandate is like that's not happening like the coaches and kids kind of like you know and that's kind of the you know the you know the this been the stance you know for the combine you know as long as we don't have nearly as many bodies on the field masks can be off because you know they just kind of figure it'll be harder for the kids to be running and jumping and you know doing all of their uh combine drills with masks on then you got coaches you got our personnel kind of directly cameras you you're just going to be around people period but what is mandatory is you have to be vaccinated and you have to have your you know um boosters and be up to date with that you know upload uploaded into the system and if you feel any symptoms or anything like that stay your fucking ass at the hotel it's just been kind of the deal so how convenient mm-hmm. and it's uh it, the combine's always an interesting thing because you get to see the ability, like the raw ability of athletes outside of their sport. And it's always, Mm -hmm. it's impressive. And like, it's funny if you go back, like I remember as a kid seeing everybody was wearing like sweatpants and they were like just wearing whatever. Now they're wearing all these skin tight outfits and you see these defensive linemen. And I'm like, yeah, I saw this one guy running. I'm like, how, how did this, how did we get to this point where everybody is this size and this fast? And it's like, it's it's crazy. And like yeah. it's like you're telling me this is a defensive tackle? Okay. Looks like a yeah. wide receiver to me. Yeah. You know? And I feel like we're heading and I've been saying this about the NBA from a casual perspective, is like we're gonna have a whole bunch of 
just seven foot tall, four four, two hundred ninety five pounds, uh, super I athletes. It. I believe it. I'm I'm walking around the combine now, and you know these kids are, you know, nineteen years old, twenty years, maybe maybe on the verge of being twenty years old, and they're all just baby Huey six five six six and up, man. And they're just defensive tackles, man, straight off the like nose guards. And I'm just like, how are you guys this ginormous? And yes, sir, no, sir. And you know now, dude, I'm six three and a half, six four on a good day with a with with with, with a healthy lip to the bottom of the sole of my shoe, but like I'm an undersized defensive lineman now, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And that's crazy to think about. It's, and I see this every now and then on like on Instagram, you'll get, there's these, you know, high school recruits that are already have a massive social media following. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they're doing these NIL deals now, which is like, I think somebody got too close to start getting an alternate route set up, like in hindsight, like LeVar Ball. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's actually pretty smart. Just send your kids over to Europe, let them get paid, develop them. Then they, by the time they come over here, they'll be further ahead than if they went to college. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's like yeah. somebody must have gotten close. So then they work this deal out where now you can basically make money off your likeness uh, through a, you know, as long as the NCAA gets a cut. But there's like 13 year old quarterbacks making these unbelievable throws you see on Instagram. And it's like, it's a combination of obviously the training technology and the, all of the tools, the the cameras, you know, the high speed cameras, they're breaking down the mechanics and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then also the education on fitness. But that doesn't explain how all of a sudden everyone's almost seven foot tall. Like, no, like were there always this many people that big? And then just all of a sudden, they all figured out how to get fit. I just, it's like happened rapidly. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it, it reminds me of like, uh, what is it? The uh, the Aliens fr- franchise when they had that, that movie Prometheus and like all of the aliens were like dated back, like had human genomes, but they're like 10 feet tall. It's like, what in the world is going? We're, we're heading in that direction. Man. It's nuts. Yeah, we're just no limit, high protein. You know, yeah. everyone's Joel Embiid now. It's uh, everybody's going to be incredible. Hulk. It's going to be nuts, right? Well, Women like included. You know, DK Metcalf. They're like, he's like, yeah, I'm oh, gonna, gosh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run in the Olympics. It's like, I, okay, I believe it. You know, like, but like, yeah. look at the size of him. Like, how? It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like point something percent body fat. Stupid, bro. Look, it's stupid. I could sit here all day and just marvel at these healthy male bodies, but you know, it's, there's only so much of that, uh, you know, for, for every pod, but mm-hmm. what do you think? And that, that was a stupid joke there, by the way, everyone, um, <laughs> not stupid, <laughs> stupid, but not stupid, not stupid. Um, you know, a lot going on in the world, obviously interesting times. I mean, when is it not an interesting time? Um, but in particular, I feel like we've had a fun run here. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, there was a kind of a meme that went around of our, of our boy, Steven Seagal <laughs> saying that he, in, in all his tactical gear saying like, you know, he's, he's been seen on the outskirts of the Ukraine. And I, you know, that's obviously, that was a, just a joke. And 
uh, it got me thinking about Steven Seagal and, you know, I've got this strange memory association thing that I have where, you know, some little bit of data will come into my head and then I'll remember something I read in 2008. Yeah. And, and I'll, and I'll know exactly the, the keywords to pull it up. And I thought there's something about Steven Seagal's legal status and mm. his citizenship that I remember had something to do. There was something weird with him in Ukraine. And I looked it up and sure enough, Steven Seagal's banned from the country of the Ukraine because he's, he's classified as a national security threat because of his close association with the Russian government, because he's been given citizenship to Russia, which is also an odd thing mm-hmm. to just be granted citizenship to Russia. Uh, so, not only is Steven Seagal not in the Ukraine, he is a considered to be a national security threat, which, now, I'm not making light of anything, but in his mind, I would imagine he would go, you're goddamn right, I'm a national security threat. I'm fucking highly trained. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I should be a national security threat. Me and my, se- <laughs> my goatee are. <laughs> I consider myself a national security threat to any sovereign nation I step foot in. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's, I feel like that's where he's at. Well, but yeah, of course. I don't know. Steven Seagal. I don't know. So don't worry about that. He's he's not uh, he's not going anywhere, uh, especially to the Ukraine. But there is some interesting stuff going on there. They put out a call for anyone of uh, any male fighting age can right now call the their local Ukrainian embassy. You know, there's one in New York. Uh, I'm sure there's one in Philadelphia as well. And you can request an interview and an application, and you list out your credentials, and then they'll do an interview. And then uh, they'll grant you a visa to essentially illegally cross their border and through Poland and then meet with a military representative where you'll sign a contract and uh, you'll become essentially deputized into the Ukrainian military. Hmm. Now they advertise this like, come on, come freedom fight. Now, some people have actually, of course, have started going through the process and there's people Hmm. I've been reading accounts of, uh, individuals. I read, I read in the gentleman provided photo evidence and timestamps and all this stuff, photos of contracts. Of course, this guy went through it. They got him within 48 hours. He was a, he's a, he's a, a Ukrainian descent. He's a military veteran here in the States. And uh, took him 48 hours. Got him over there. Got him all the way into the Ukraine. And then the contract they presented him with was they told them, they tell you, yeah, we're going to give you a contract in English. Mm. It's not in English. And they're telling him, yeah, the contract says you're you're essentially our legal property until the end of the war. Ooh. No defined date. And mm. it's like, so what happens if I get injured? Do I get released? Do If I can't fight, do I get to go home? And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> so while I'm sure it seems like a fun weekend trip, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, on every major news network right now, they're like 
they're running the st- half of the story of like, yeah, they're calling them out. If anybody wants to go, mm-hmm. and then it's like, so I'm gonna sign a contract in a foreign language, giving my rights of yeah. my life to a foreign government. Yeah, use it. Use as they see fit. Okie dokie. What do you think they're gonna use you for? Yeah. 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 Hey, Andy, I'm going to need you to step into the front lines. No, a little bit further up. Thank you. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah. Right right there. Yeah. It's uh, it's like one of those things like don't donate your body to the U.S. government for science because they'll probably blow you up to figure out how IEDs work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real thing. Yeah. They think they're they think you're donating your body so they could learn about cancer research or some noble cause, well, but they're literally shooting your rotting corpse with uh, new ammo to see how it works. Yep, there it is. Another piece of uh, flesh goes flying off. <laughs> wow, awesome. that one went really what far. Is that <laughs> this is a new special uh, type of acid we have? Yeah, he's melting. I knew it would. Let's get this other guy in here. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, bodies for tests, man. It's it's just it never ceases to amaze me the iceberg view that the the world presents, where it's like, oh yeah, here's the little tip at the top, and by the way, mm-hmm. you're signing yourself over, and uh, you're fucked. Like everything's no, beneath, everything's beneath the surface. Everything's beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Beneath the surface. I think that's a yeah. that's a little shout out, James James Labrie there. Um, uh, yeah, so it's, I mean, remember there was that Jean Claude Van Damme movie where he joined like the French Foreign Legion. Uh, oh, I remember that. You know, and like, yeah, it seems like a sick time. Like maybe you meet some he just, Ukrainian like, came girls. Out with a new like movie or something like that. Oh, he's Netflix. back in a big in a big way. Yeah. He's back in a big way. Um, yeah, maybe they're, you know, you might meet some nice Ukrainian girls or guys or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it's not like they're, I mean, dude, they can, what kind of gear do you think they're going to give you? You know, going to be getting the, the, uh, the helmet has like the guy ahead of you's ears in it still, you know? Oh, <laughs> it's still there. These aren't my ears. Yeah. Actually built in mm-hmm. ears. Um, interesting, interesting times. And y- you never know, you never know what's. What's coming around the bend? I'll tell you what. I'm making another trip to Dallas this uh, coming couple weeks here, and oh, it yeah. just so happens my business interests align, overlap with WrestleMania 38. Oh, I'm not gonna go. not be there not and not. not go. Not gonna not be there, not go. Can't do it. I mean, who, won't do it. What kind of what kind of man would that make me, Daryl? Um. It, it it just doesn't sound very every manly. <laughs> it's not me, that's don't for sure. Um, go when everything aligns. Yeah. So so my wife and I are going out to Dallas, and uh, we're going to catch catch some WrestleMania, catch some barbecue. Hopefully, I'm not going to be in a in an ice scenario like I was recently uh, oh, when I was yeah. out there for work. But you know, we'll see how that goes. But it might be. Uh, and it's funny because like I was looking at, it, I went to Dallas. Six years ago, for WrestleMania 32, mm. and it was quite the trip. Uh, so here we are, full circle, going to another. Was mania. it worth it? Was it worth it? Oh, dude! I mean, look, there's you know, 
But they're saying, you know, the rumor has it. Stone Cold's coming back for one last Ooh. match in Dallas at WrestleMania. I, yeah, I kind of got to be there mm, for that. Can't miss that. Can't miss that. And it's like, you know, again, one of those things. It's right up there with, hey, you're hanging out with Dream Theater. Go ahead and tell young 15-year-old Justin, man, you're going to go to multiple WrestleManias. Not only going to go to one, but you're going to find a woman who's so beautiful and she's willing to go to WrestleMania with you. And mm-hmm. she's wonderful. I would be like, come on, this is just, you know. Yeah. So, to my lovely Dreams wife, thank you for thank you for being a good sport. I know she's going to be listening to this today. So, uh, that's that's what I got going on. What's uh, what's up and coming for you, big bro? Mm, up and coming. I think you know. Uh, realistically, you got a couple new productions. Uh, NFL Films way. I mean, we'll we'll we'll, we'll be uh, passing along some information about that as we get you know further along in the process with all of the different uh, networks that we're talking about. So um, we're talking with, so new productions off the, off, off field programs or say the, off the, um, off the field programs going on. Um, NFL legends podcast with the league is, is doing well, um, man. You know, there, there really is no off season anymore. Like we're, it's right back. It's like the super bowl yeah, was we're just clipping and dripping, you know, like the clip, we had like, I didn't even have like, typically you have that like a week or two in between the Super Bowl and your next thing. And not really, man. We've been just clipping ever since the, uh, the Rams one. So, yeah. Before you know it, it'll be a Thursday night kickoff. Rams. Yeah, like this. Then Niners Combine now, draft, other, you know, projects going on during the offseason. There's no... Uh, no rest for the weary, man. Do you see who they're one of the names getting thrown around to the Steelers quarterback mix is uh no. Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> oh yeah. All right. All right. All right. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Mitchell the quarterback Trubisky. competition of the decade in Pittsburgh this summer. Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, Mitch Trubisky. Who's who's gonna win? It's anyone's guess. Well, here's the thing. I'm there for it. Is like, is any one of those guys like better than Ben right now? <laughs> like, like, I mean, let's just be real, well, right? Like, uh, that, again, I don't know. And who am I to say? I would think no. I think Ben definitely showed at the end of the season he. Still had it. And although he got the, the hero's send-off, I will believe that he's retired when I see it and he's not on the field. I need I need to be 17 out of 18 games into the season for me to go, okay, he's retired. Yeah. Otherwise, he's gonna end up in but like I said, I think I think the I think the Steelers are trolling. I think they are usually pretty good at not giving away their hand. And I just think they have to have something up their sleeve and they must be doing something because there's no way that, 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 that this is the, that this is like an actual working plant. Like they, I don't believe in my heart and mind that they've got a big whiteboard up in the Steelers training facility. That's like, here's the plan. Yeah. Number two, here we go. We're going to the Super yeah. Bowl this year with Mason Rudolph and Deontay Johnson. Well, I tell you what, they're gonna have to think about something because it's it's like any other free agent C or free agent acquisition situation. Like, 
you got to go with the best the best that's available and yeah your quarterback situation isn't looking too too hot right now like has there ever been anyone that was possibly a candidate for head coach and then ended up signing as a quarterback in the same year like is Josh McCown available you know I know you were just interviewing for head coaching jobs but would you consider like could we get Josh for six games Ryan Fitzpatrick for maybe four or five Mm-hmm. Just put it together. Gardner Minshew to close it out. Oh yeah, I think Gardner power in there. I, dude, he should be the. I I think he should be the starter for the Eagles, but we'll see. He's I think he's a free agent, but uh, yeah, man, what are you gonna do? Yeah, nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. Let it play out. But oh, let it play oh out. do you guys think you're gonna get a new quarterback in the draft though? I mean, this isn't a great quarterback draft. No, at I all. think I I think they're. I think they're going to make a play for somebody that they think they can win now. They've got a narrow. I think they've got a narrow window. Otherwise, they got to rebuild the hole. Right. You know. So we'll, we'll see about that. But I'll tell you what, big dog. Uh, enjoy the combine. I can't wait to hear about all the numbers, all the big numbers getting thrown up. Numbers. And uh, we'll catch everybody next week. Peace.